another episode of Grumpy Old Gaming and their dogs. It is day 179 here in the Zen Room, episode 90. Can't believe 90 episodes. Wow. My name is Patrick Finn, and I'm here with the inspirational Tommy Gibbons. I am inspirational. Last week, what was I, itchy? <laughs> <laughs> now I'm inspirational. Yes. <laughs> okay. So you were like crabs, but you're not like crabs? Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> I've been so many good You're crab free now. Yeah. <laughs> hey, bitches. And how are you tonight, Tommy? I'm, uh, you know, well, like we all are, we all have our dogs with us. So yes, we do. I'm sort of paying a particular, you know. But I figured before we introduce our dogs, we'll introduce our human Well, guest. you asked me how I was doing, and I'm okay. extremely focused on my dog right now. Oh, okay. So that's how I'm doing. But we have a human guest here with us tonight. Yeah, I know, but he's. Not, I'm not responsible for anything he pees on, so I'm not worried, <laughs> I'm not worried about that. I, I, I promise I, I will try. <laughs> but please welcome me internationally famous German-Brazilian adult film star, <laughs> Ernesto Wolfgang. Hello, everybody. <laughs> Welcome I'm, back, Ernie. Well, thank you for having me again. We haven't seen you since uh, our Christmas time episode. I love Christmas. Yeah, you guys <laughs> were out of hand that episode. Oh, oh my God. I, uh, we were fantastic. Um, uh, I thought we were great. I'm we glad, were, you, I'm yeah, glad we, you two thought so. I thought so. it was wonderful. Freaking hilarious. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think it was your most watched podcast. <laughs> <laughs> But this is also, it's we're at the end of Pride Month here, the end of June. Yay, Pride! Yay, and Pride. this is also our final episode for the summer before we take our summer break. Oh, wah, wah, wah. Yeah, yeah. It's a well-deserved <laughs> break. We need it very badly. Uh, we have a busy summer ahead of us. What are you doing this well, summer? I'm going to be doing Shakespeare in the Park. Okay. And then I, park? I'll be at, where am I going to be? In the, uh, the little town square area in Lindenhurst, right on Wellwood Avenue. I, I love that place. place. Yes. Yeah. And we're performing in some of the other park on Argyle Road, I believe, in Babylon. Uh, well, Argyle Park and Argyle. That's uh, the place. That's Argyle a, Park. That's a beautiful park. Yes. And we'll be performing there starting July 23rd on Wednesday nights and Sunday nights, 6 p.m. Okay. I think it alternates between the two spaces. So if Check out Carol. they're one of our listeners who don't live on a different continent, because we have them all over, or yes, they we have do. them all over. Yes, we do. You know, come see us. Please do. We're, close doing, to New, New we're doing The Tempest, Shakespeare's final play. So that should be fun. Mm. And then right after that, Sounds I go into like re- a laugh riot. <laughs> yeah. Can't wait to see it. I will be there. And then I right can. after that, I go into rehearsals for another play that opens at the end of September called Red. It's a two-character play. Mm. So that's what I'm devoting my whole summer to is theater, basically, which I'm very happy about. You should be. Yeah. He's definitely. very good, by the way, everyone Oh, listening. stop. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't really want me to stop. <laughs> <laughs> go on, go on. No, stop, stop, no, stop, I'm please. Done. I'm done. Damn it. <laughs> But yes, we are here with all of our dogs tonight. We have my Abigail, and Ernest is here with his little friend Arthur. Nice little little Yorkie. Well, he is little. (laughs) (laughs) My little friend. He runs the world. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. He thinks he's the boss. He's not Ernie's little friend. (laughs) Arthur. <laughs> and then last but not least... Arthur of Yorkshire. <laughs> of Yorkshire. Last but not least, we have Tommy's boon companion, the cockapoo known as Louie. He's a cavapoo. Oh, a cavapoo. Excuse a v, me. Okay, no caca, just cava. It's it's, caca, it's cava with a V, not K. That's cava. <laughs> he's absolutely adorable. And that stands for pool. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, 
Oh, he is a beautiful dog. He is. Yeah, well, I'm paying attention to him because we don't make many house visits. Yes, I know. And first time we've seen him in a long time. He's, he's on the biggish side. Yes, um, he is. He's Abigail's actually afraid of Louie ever since Abigail was bitten. Arthur's not afraid of dogs. Arthur's oh, yeah. Arthur's already Louis. attempted, made <laughs> yeah. a couple of attempts already of humping Louie. And yes. his face meets his butt. Nothing else. <laughs> yeah, so this is fun to have all that chaos. Yes, it is. Most definitely. So I guess we'll move on to our first segment then. Is this you and Steven having sex? No, thank God. <laughs> I can't no. tell you how I hate that sound effect. <laughs> you like to bet on the other one. I don't remember. This one, you... you this is the other one this, we had. This, we stumbled here a couple mm. of times. That was the original well, sound Well, that's better cue. than this one. Mm. Oh, you think it's better than the current one? Mm. Mm. Right there. Did you hear that room room where it sounds like a monster or some sort of computer thing? Yeah. <laughs> sounds like he's really enjoying himself. It's, it's, it's The first one was better. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'll, I'll go back to the one when we come back here in September. Anyway, mercifully shorter. But anyway, for heavy petting, we're going to talk about the winner on in last Friday in California... Of the world's ugliest, the ugliest dog, dog contest. contest. And here's a picture of the dog. <laughs> oh, You're wow. not telling them that, right? They can't see the dog? Can no, they, they can't. I'm going to I'm gonna post a picture on our bonus material on our blog. Okay. That's the ugliest dog? Yes. It's oh, a, that's adorable. It's a seven-year-old Chinese crested dog. They're always Chinese. Named Chinese. Scooter. It was born with reversed hind legs. Okay. And it was actually dropped off at an animal control facility in Tucson with the intention to euthanize the pup. But it was rescued by a group called Saving Animals from Euthanasia. And they described the dog as a fearless navigator who can conquer stones, curves, and steps. And he uses a cart to be able to do all of this, allowing his front legs to move him along. Oh, I think he's, I don't think he's that ugly. I he's think he's kind of cute, right? He's, he's not we love him. Ugly. He with little tongue hanging out there. The first one, the one, the winner of the first one was also a Chinese crested, and that dog was fucking ugly. Yes, that one was. I saw that. But they do this every year in California, which I think is hilarious. I know, right? I love that. Well, it helps raise money. It brings awareness. You know, the dogs that. Dogs like Scooter that still need to be adopted. But we yeah. now move on to our next topic, our Dictionary of Dogs, our Canine Compendium. And today we're talking about a dog from Norway. What's the letter? H. 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 Hound. H. Something hund. Hunderdog. Hunderblock. 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 shits. Yes, that, that's it. I think that's it. I think that is a breed. <laughs> I think. Yeah, Frankenshits. <laughs> well, this dog is called the Holden Hound. Hound! Yeah, I'll show you a nice picture of it. There you go. Oh, dear. It's uh, the dog of the hound class, used for hunting hares and other plains quarry. It resembles an American foxhound, but is smaller. It's named after the town in southeastern Norway called Holden. Plains? What, yes, what like the flatlands. Plains... Flatland area. No, no, no. You, it's the kind of thing that the dogs hunt for. Plains quarry. Plains quarry. I love yes. that. You like that phrase? Yeah, it's nice. <laughs> that okay. looks like the first dog I had when I was little. And it just... It's a it, Snoopy looking dog. Yeah, and we had a dog just like that, but it had the brown patch just on one eye. Oh, okay. And my mother wanted... We, there was a whole bunch of them. They were all tan or all black, and this one that looked like that with white, black, and brown. And none of us wanted that one. Aww. I wanted the old tan one. 
Well, they first developed in the 1900s. Oh, they stand between 17 and 21 inches tall and weigh between 40 and 55 pounds. They have smooth but very dense coats. And it's smooth rarely and seen outside of Norway. It's a very like rare dog to see. What's that? Smooth and dense. Smooth, smooth and, and dense. dense. Just like the way you like your men. I just said that. You're, right. <laughs> <laughs> you're stealing his joke. <laughs> I didn't hear it the first time. <laughs> anyway, the Holden Hound is considered to be a good family dog. Behaves well with children. It's also hardy and energetic and able to bear cold weather. And maintains a quick uh, running pace for extended periods. They do best in homes at large areas to play. Or owners who will provide extensive exercise for them. Yeah. They say that about all dogs. Every dog needs exercise. They all need exercise. Yeah. And also, they do not hunt in packs. They hunt solo. Oh. Yep. They are bred to hunt alone with their owner. Okay. That's so intimate and special. Very. Yorkies are like that, too. They hunt rats on their own. Without you, not, they don't hunt in packs. They're not in packs, no. Okay. No. They'll just run around and hunt on their own, find a rat, and then shake it till it's dead. And then did they bring it back to the pack? Uh, no, I, I don't know. I don't know what they do with the rat. I think they shake it till it's dead, and they might bring it back. Arthur has brought something they back. They give it to, to the chef. Always. The chef sees what he can do. Does or is it like, yeah. you, you, <laughs> eat it, you eat it right there now, because, you know, like a... <laughs> Like they do with ducks. They go out, they get the duck, and they bring it back. Right. Does the Yorkshire bring the fucking dead rat that it shook to death back? I don't think so. I don't know. I can't answer that. He's never gone terrier hunting. I've never gone. Or yeah. rat hunting. I know they shake them to their dead. They used to have them in castles. I know they do it in New York. There's a group of people in New York City who have these dog rat hunters dogs, and they go out and they fucking hunt the rats in New York. Mm. In packs? Well, the people are in packs. I don't know that the dogs necessarily... They just go with the people. Right. But that's the story of a Holden Hound. We'll now move on to our next segment. Happy birthday. Many happy returns. A very happy birthday. Yes, it's time for today's birthdays. Tommy's favorite category. <laughs> and we have two birthdays to celebrate today. That's too many. But And they're both dead. Of course. <laughs> that's difficult. Yeah. The first one was born June 28th, 1902 in Queens. He began playing piano at age six and began composing his own songs in his teens. What year? 1902 he was born. It's Mel Brooks. Nope. Louis Armstrong. He attended Columbia University and then later met Lorenz Hart in 1919. Bernie Kaufman? Not Bernie Kaufman. No. The guy that goes with Hart. They had their first success. Seals and Hart. They had their first success in 1925 with the Garrett Gaieties. Among the shows they wrote together were Jumbo. On Your Toes, Babes in Arms, Ziegfeld, The Boys from Syracuse, Pal Joey, and their last work, By Jupiter. When Lorenz Hart died in 1943, he then partnered with Oscar Hammerstein. Together they wrote oh, Richard Oklahoma. Rogers. Richard, Richard Rogers. Rogers. Yeah, you did it. I was wondering how long it was going to take you. I, I could see the artwork from By Jupiter. I just can't read it. But anyway, together they wrote Oklahoma, Carousel, South Pacific, The King and I, The Sound of Music, Flower Drum Song, Allegro, Me and Juliet, and Pipe Dreams. They also wrote the score to the 1945 film State Fair, and a special TV musical in 1957 of Cinderella. He also later collaborated with Stephen Sondheim on like Do I Hear score. a Waltz? What? Cinderella. I love that score. It is a great score. That's I have Cinderella that. score from, yeah, that, from that. I do that, have that. Leslie and Warren thing. Wait, that oh, was, my God. Love uh, it. Amazing. It was amazing. In my own little corner. Love yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
But Rogers. It's possible for it, a Yeah, yeah, I, I, this is great stuff. But Rogers won the 1944 Pulitzer Prize, or Pulitzer Prize, Special saying. Citations Award for the Arts for Oklahoma, and also won the 1950 Pulitzer for Drama for South Pacific. He won Tony Awards for South Pacific, King and I, Pipe Dream, and Flower Drum Song. He also won the 1945 Oscar for Best Song for It Might As Well Be Spring from it State Fair. Might as well. <laughs> he also won two Emmys and two Grammys. He was the first EGOT. What the first? The very first one. The I first person ask. to win an yep. Emmy, Grammy, Oscar, and Tony. He's only one of two people, though, to receive those four, were, four awards, plus the Pulitzer. The other one is Marvin Hamlish. Ooh. Interesting. Deservedly right? so. That's interesting. And in 1978, Rogers was among the first group of recipients of the Kennedy Center Honors. Yeah. And do you know who his grandson is? <laughs> uh, yeah, his grandson is, give me a second, Adam Gutell. Yes, he is. Who I am, uh, also happen to be a fan of. Yes. Adam Gutell. He Love his score for The Light in the Piazza. The Light in the Piazza, which is that very sort of Rogers-esque, big and romantic and scored to death. Yeah. And, you know, soaring melodies. And now he and, has a new show coming out, the adaptation of uh, Days of Wine and Roses. With, okay. With uh, Brian Darcy James. Okay. Yeah. I want to hear the music for it, because I'm not sure I want to see the musical, because the movie was so depressing. Did you ever see the movie? Or no. Any? It's with Jack Lemmon and Lee Remick, and they're al- they become alcoholics together, basically. Horrible. Or he already is one and turns her into one. And it just gets very depressing and sad. It really does. I was like... They made a musical out of this? Never even heard of that guy that <laughs> well, they're talking about. You know, I don't Mattel. know what they're talking about either. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, it's a, you know, um, the music for that would be ballady and lush. Yes, it would be. Like the characters. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, lush is definitely the word. But, so that's Mr. Richard Rogers. We have another birthday celebrant today, also dead. Uh-huh. Born in England, June 28th, 1935. As a child, he enjoyed dressmaking and later worked for a men's clothing store. During the 60s, he became one of the most famous pantomime dames in the United Kingdom. I was figuring out, what is a pantomime dame? Yeah. They had this style of musical comedy in the United Kingdom called pantomime, in which it was a musical comedy, but there were like established roles. There was the heroine-type character. Mm -hmm. There was the hero-type character played by a woman. There's a comic character, and there's the Grand Dame character, which is played by a man. Dame Edna. Actually, Dame Edna was a pantomime dame at yeah, one yeah, point. Yeah. They still do it. it usually, it's yep. children's theater. Yes, but this is not Dame Edna, though. Oh, but he was. But he became one of the most famous of these pantomime dames during the 60s. Barry Humphreys. But he... No, yeah, that's Barry Dame Humphreys. Edna. That's, yeah, that's Dame Edna. But he's probably better known... From playing the role of Mr. Wilberforce Clyburn Humphreys from 1972 to 1985 <clears> in the <throat> TV series Are You Being Served? I love that show. Oh, and I think really? we even, we even, oh, have, it's a, so I even funny. have the gay one from Are You Being Served? Yep, I even have a clip to show you. <laughs> We're all to be replaced, all mess. Miserable old devil. My horoscope said I was going to get a new position. <laughs> So today his birthday? John Inman was his name. John. Yes, today mm. was his birthday. 
He died at the age of 71 in uh, 2007. In 2005, he entered into a civil partnership with his partner of 33 years named Ron Lynch. What so he was gay in real life, too. Yes, he was. Which is not a surprise. No, because no. he was a dressmaker. Yeah. And, you know. But there's some, <clears throat> there's some aspect of gay that you cannot fake. Without a doubt. Even, what's his name, Will, Will Truman. Yeah, there's just, he, there, there was, he, I was, he was believable. He was a gay. total believable gay, but yeah, you, you, there are certain people when they're gay, you know they're gay. That's, there is that certain Well, that's Sean Hayes. Sean that's Hayes, Sean. he Jack. knows he's gay. Jack. He, he couldn't he's, hide being gay. Yes, and the same thing with this guy. Like, like they, you can, a straight guy can play gay if it's a Will Truman type gay. But that kind of gay, you need that kind of gay. Although, play. Modern Family, he played gay, I thought he was gay. He was able to come. He was able to do it, and not many are. I have to say, you're right. Yeah, whatever his name is. Do we know his name? I don't know his name. Cam from Modern Family. Yeah, not the redheaded one. And you know what's one. funny about that? He play. He. Someone asked him, "Are you playing a gay man?" He goes, "No, I'm playing my mother." That's hilarious. And I think that's why he came. He wasn't trying to do a gay man. He was trying to do his mother, and he came across gay. There you go. That's yeah. hilarious. I know. I love that about him. What is his name? I don't know. And he was an episode of Friends and very straight. Okay. Hey, I'm well, just throw a little tidbit of information in case anyone cares. Thank Sorry. You don't apologize. <laughs> okay. I'm going to look him up. Yeah. You look him up. But in the meantime, to Richard Rogers and John Inman, we say Happy Birthday! We're going to move on to our next segment now. Bring out your dick. Bring out your dick. Yeah, it's time for Bring Out Your Dead. <laughs> what is Bring Out Your Dead? Eric Stone Street. Eric Stone Street. Ah, yes. Thank you for clarifying he that. He deserves recognition. He made the point in the... Yes, he did. But Bring Out Your Dead is where we know people who have... Famous people who have died in the past week. Didn't we just do that? No, oh, that was birthday. Well, that was his oh. birthday. See, oh, this is their death day. This no, is no, death no, no. days. Oh. <laughs> this is people who died recently. Recently, uh -huh. not today. Not today. Like they know the past week that we that hopefully will be interesting to. Well, yes, yeah, so I'll yes. tell you about them right now to see okay. if you can figure out who they are. It's not like they went to South Shore I, and picked up today. a list from the. The first one was born on <clears throat> April thirtieth, nineteen twenty-four, in Chicago. He had an early interest in music and began composing songs while in high school. In nineteen fifty-six, he met composer Jerry Bach. Their first big hit together. Oh, Sheldon Harnick. Sheldon Harnick <laughs> is correct. And do you know what their first big hit musical was? It was Fiddler on the Roof, I think. Nope, that was later. Their first big hit was Fiorello in 1959. Okay, I thought Fiorello came after. Oh, okay. Fiddler, so that's okay. Yeah, Fiddler. I knew that their first one was their huge. Like, huge, huge, huge. Yes. And, and they, for, for Fiorello, they won the Pulitzer Prize for Drama and the Tony Award for Best Musical. I can't believe that over Fiddler, though. Well, the, the Fiddler Internet. on the Roof also won in 1964 for Best Musical and for Best Composer and Lyricist. And probably biggest fucking money-making machine the musical theater has ever produced. Of course. Mm. I would, yeah, I would definitely agree with that. You know what I've heard about that show, too, is like, in Japan... Fiddler. Fiddler on the Roof. Not Fiorello. Not no, no, Fiorello. Fiddler on the Roof. No, no, Fiorello's yeah. about a New York City mayor. Yeah, okay. Fiorello LaGuardia. Okay. Okay? Fiddler on the Roof, they play in Japan, they think it's about Japanese people. Really? Yeah. They play, because it's about tradition. Oh. And so they show those traditions... And the people can relate to it every fucking where because yeah. it's they all everybody everywhere understands 
tradition. tradition. So uh, it's interesting about that. That show fascinates me. Everything about that show fascinates me. I only saw that for the first mm-hmm. time last year, the you, movie. Oh, the movie's great. I only saw the movie. I never saw it, the play, uh, the musical. I just saw the movie. And I only watched, well, I watched it because I always wanted to see it. But I also love Starsky. Which, who did Starsky? David Soul? No, Paul Michael Glazer. Oh, Paul Michael Glazer. He played the love interest of one of them. He played the guy who Yes, he did. He was the revolutionary. Yeah, he was the... In the film. He was like, he was the lead. Yeah. Not model, the second daughter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, She she sings the song. To me, where does the song? Far From the Home I Love. Oh, my God, I love that song. She sings that song, Perchick. That's the name of the character, It's such a... um, Good memory, Tommy. I've done that show a hundred fucking times. Um, sure, I've done right? it at least. I've done that show at least no less than six times. In wow. one capacity or another, I've I've worked on that show. That was one of the first productions of theater I ever saw. It was at, and I saw a production at the, at the Jones Beach Theater. It was done. Got a Lombardo Orchestra. It was. Yeah. I was mesmerized yeah, by yeah, it. I yeah. really was. So and sh- so so Sheldon wrote the lyrics. Yep, and Jerry Bach wrote the music. Uh, Jerry Bach. And other shows they wrote were 1963's She Loves Me, which I love that show. Okay. 1966's The Apple Tree, which was a really bad movie. They did a film adaptation of it, which is uh, terrible. Christian Chenoweth was in I also a... never heard any of these guys, in case you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> and also in 1970's The Rothschilds. Okay. Which is a good musical. Very good I don't know musical. anything. I've never seen it. Nobody does it. But Harnick was inducted into the Songwriters Hall of Fame in 1972 and received its highest honor, the Johnny Mercer Award, in 1990. I've heard of Johnny Mercer. Um, Of course you have. Of course you have. (laughs) Anyway, we now move on to our next segment. Today in history! And today in history, at 1.20 a.m. this morning in 1969, oh, this was a unit of the Manhattan Vice Squad raided a bar in Lower Manhattan called Stonewall the Stonewall Inn. And today Which is, is, we don't know if it's in the same place as it was. We don't know if that building is actually the same building. It's general. It generally general is. area? Yeah. But, I think the building was a different building or something. Well, I mean, uh, we have plenty of time here. I figured today is pr- it's the end of Pride Month, and today's a Stonewall anniversary. And Col- Kamala Harris and uh, Anderson Cooper's friend were just there the other day. Yes, they were. They visited the inn. That was, the, that was I... the first time that a sitting vice president has visited the Stonewall Inn. Wow. Yeah, that's quite an accomplishment. So say what you want about Kamala. She yep. did that. Yes, she did. But anyway, I feel, let's see how knowledgeable you two old fags are. Andy Cohen. Andy Cohen. (laughs) Andy Cohen was there. Yes. Yes. Kamala. But I feel we'll have some trivia questions for you. See if you can know the answers to these. Oh, See if you know, can, maybe right? you can figure it's, it out together. It's like exhausting. <laughs> you know, like going in on quiz day and knowing you have to study. I know. You, know. you should tell us the topics at least beforehand. So it's everything it gay. It's gay oh. history. Oh, that narrows it down. What was originally built at the site of the Stonewall Inn? Stables. Stables is correct. Oh, see. Very good. See? He oh, knew that knew one. That. I knew that too. He just said it. Name two gay rights organizations that existed at the time, but before the Stonewall Rebellion. Mattachine. Yep, Mattachine what? Society. The Mattachine Society. Never heard of it. And there was a lesbian one. Yep. Dykes on Bikes? Nope. No, nope. like Le- Sisters of Sodom or Lesbians on Ice. Or Lesbos. It was, it was called the Daughters of Bilitus. Bilitus. Yes. Yeah. 
That was the name. But you got the Nanachine Society. Here's the next one. Which crime family owned the Stonewall Inn at the time of the riots? The Gambinis. Nope. So no guesses as to the crime the family? Crime family. So I know the Gambinis. Uh, Isn't it Gambino? Gambinos. Gambinos. Yeah, well, Gambini, it's a family. So it's a family. More than one. The, something with an L. What's the first letter? G. No, this no. is the big famous crime family. It's one so, of the big oh, five. So it's not the Gambinos, but it's a G. It's one of the big five. Yeah. But it's from back in the day. But they haven't changed. Those families, I think, Yeah, they're still, still around. Still, still really the same other, five yeah. families. Well, obviously you don't know. It's the Genovese family. The Genovese. Genovese. Yes. And they opened up the drugstore. Genovese. Yep. Did they? I mean, I don't know. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, they didn't. What was the main draw of the Stonewall Inn that made it different from other gay bars at that time in New York City? Drag. Drag, yeah. Nope. Women. Uh, nope. Liquor. Nope. You could dance. Dancing. Whoa! It was the only gay bar. But you bar had to stop. Well, yeah, the if they, yeah, when the lights when came up. The lights the morning, came up. Yeah. Already, yeah. Exactly. But that was the only gay bar that allowed dancing at the time. Wow. That is the one and only one I will get tonight. Maybe. What was the name of the New York City vice squad officer me. who led the raid on the Stonewall Inn? And his mother's oh. sister had a roommate <laughs> that once lived with yeah. Lana Turner. Who yeah. yeah. was Lana Turner's accountant yeah. before oh. she met? Oh, Jeffrey Morganlender was the accountant. So let me guess. You don't know his name. Right. No. <laughs> his name was Seymour. Something Irish. No. Oh, yeah. Seymour Pine was his name. Seymour Pine. Seymour Pine. Right. What was the first queer activist group founded after the Stonewall riot? Lipa. No. Uh, Lipa. <laughs> Lyak. Lyak. No. No, not Lipa. Not, not the electric company. No. Not the gas company. Okay. No. First gay rights activist group after Stonewall. Uh, gay men's health crisis. No. <laughs> I don't know this one. The answer is the Gay Liberation Front. Oh, the GLF. Wow. Yes. Oof. Who are we? Say it again. Gloof. Gloof. Give me an L. We're proud. Gloof. Okay. We're gay. We're proud. We're gloof. We're gloof. These two Stonewall veterans later founded a group called Street Transvestite Action Revolutionaries. Hold on. Star. Star. Who were they? Who were the two? The two Stonewall veterans who founded that group. Were they drag queens? I'm not going to tell you. Johnny tell Poole? Tell names. I don't know. I don't either. Sylvia Rivera. Of course. And Marsha P. Johnson. Marsha, Marsha P. P. Johnson, Johnson figures into the story a lot. Oh, she does. So I have to remember that name. Marsha P. Marsha P. Johnson. What does the P stand for in Marsha P. Johnson's Pussy. name? Pussy. Patty. Nope. Nope. Penelope. Nope. Peyton mind. Peyton. Oh, pay it no mind? Pay it no mind. That's what she said it stood for. Stonewall veteran Craig Rodwell founded a gay bookstore on Christopher Street in 1967. What was its name? The Christopher Street Bookstore. Nope. Damn. That was the year I was born. Mm. So it was probably... Uh, not until November or so that I actually got there. So how was you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I'll give you a big... I'm, I'm, I'm sure I've been there. I'll give I'm you sure a, I got a blowjob there, but I don't know the name. I'll give you a, a big clue. It's okay. named after a famous gay writer. Arthur Wilde. Oscar Wilde. 
the Oscar Wilde Memorial Bookshop. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yep. That's Oscar what they Wilde. named it immediately. Yep. That was a, yes. This was a clue to people <laughs> what kind of store it was. Come get you a know? What was the first Pride Parade in New York City in 1970 called? The New York City Gay Pride Parade. Nope. I suck at this. Fuck you bitches. I like that one. It should have been named that. You know, it was the Christopher Street Liberation Day Parade. Liberation. They used that word a lot back CLD. then. Yes. CLD. <laughs> they really sucked at this. So what? Yeah. yeah they, they, the gloof. The gloof. The gloof. The gloof. The gloof. The gloof. Who designed gloof. the original pride flag? Um, I... I know that. I met him. I Me met him. Me too. I didn't meet but him. I, uh, I don't know his name. I don't know his name. He did the best job. His name, Gilbert Baker. Gilbert Baker. Yep. I was on Fire Island with Jeffrey, and Jeffrey knows everyone. And we were sitting at Cherry, the Cherries, right um, there where you eat. Right. But not in the back, in the front. Okay. So we were sitting there, and Jeff goes, oh, that's the guy who did the gay bright parade. I'm like, oh, stop, Jeff. Because Jeff sometimes could pretend things. I mean, and I didn't believe him. Yeah. So he sat there. He goes, no, actually, I did. And I'm like, oh, you did? And I'm thinking, <laughs> you're full of shit, too. Because oh I don't God. believe you. And I didn't say that. I'm like, oh, that's amazing. Oh, you did? And I left. I'm like, whoever I was with, I'm like, oh, that was bullshit. And then they had the movie. What movie did they do um, just a few years ago about San Francisco and the, and, uh, the whole thing uh, making the, about making it and everything? Oh, Guy Pierce was in it. Totally blanking. Oh, Guy Pierce was in it, and at the end they show pictures of the real people. I'm like, holy shit, that's the guy. You know what I'm thinking? And it was him. But Guy Pierce played one of the people in it. You just perfectly described this the the Will and Grace scene where Jack met Cher. Oh, and she he didn't believe it was Cher. Uh, Exactly. Yeah. (laughs) It was, I swear. I I I didn't believe it. And then I'm like, oh my god, that was because he has a look. And curly hair. Well, I met him at a protest in Manhattan. It was before the protest. They were told to organize basically right near Stonewall. Was that the one you watched? The monster? No. It was was basically the the protest against the Mormon Center in Manhattan after Proposition 8 had passed in California with the support of the Mormon Church. Right. So there was a whole big protest march. How did you get all of that on a sign? (laughs) <laughs> anyway, Gilbert Baker had designed a banner for him. He asked Stephen and I to carry the banner. Really? Yeah. Oh. And we were on the front page of the Daily... No, not for the front page, but we were on the page of the Daily News. Wow. Right in the front, yeah. Oh, that's amazing. So we yeah. both met him. But you didn't. No. I didn't. I didn't know his name. No. Floyd. I didn't either, but Gilbert. Gilbert. Floyd's is the little place I ate next to. Floyd's is where you have breakfast, and I was at Cherry's right next to Floyd's. I never spent enough time. It was usually get on the island, spend a couple hours, get off. Oh, the so island. you never ate at Floyd's in the morning? No. Oh, Floyd's is the best. Yeah, Floyd's no. is the best. Well, I met him right next to Floyd's. Oh, cool. Yeah, at that. Little, yep. Yeah. Back in the day. Back. No. No. Maybe with Tom. Okay. Well, Ten years ago. Oh, okay. Not too long. Not really ago. back in the day. All right. What are you talking about? Gilbert Baker. Oh. Anyway, the original pride flag had eight colors. But it's now reduced to six. What two colors were removed? Turquoise, drop it. Hot pink, drop, drop it. it. You got it, girl. Yeah. <laughs> Very nice. Thank you. Thank you. I, I only knew the hot pink. What gay writer was a co-founder of Gay Men's Health Crisis? <laughs> Larry and Kramer. Larry Kramer. You, why do you always have to talk over me? I had to say the whole question. Larry Kramer. Jeez. I love his show, Kirby Enthusiasm. 
No, sweetie. Oh, <laughs> well, that's Larry David. That's Larry David. Yeah. Oh, right, right. See, Tabata delivery, because that could have been really fucking funny. Right? <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, Larry Crane. That would have been really oh, funny. I fucked it up. Yeah. Oh, my, oh my God. God. I mean, uh, I'm not on today. Had I believed you knew the difference, that would have been fucking <laughs> yeah. funny as shit right there. Right. I wasn't believable in that. <laughs> no. You know I'm not that stupid. Who was the first openly gay person to run for public office in the United States? Oh. Who was the way, way first openly the gay? The first openly gay person to run for public office in the United States. I want to say it was a black woman who ran for president. You would be wrong. Okay. <laughs> Buchanan. Buchanan who? Did they win? The, no, they did not win. The uh, 15th president of the United States? Oh, no, 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 no. No, no, no. Openly gay. Anyway, the answer is Jose Saria. I never would have guessed that. You could have put a gun up my ass. <laughs> actually, he's fairly famous on the west. It? He's fairly famous on the west coast. I actually have a biography of him here. Of course, you that do. I okay. want to like turn into a play because he's such a fascinating character. Okay, he performed as a drag queen at a bar in San Francisco called the Black Cat Bar, and was also the founder of the Imperial Court System. Okay. Later on, she held herself her held herself out to be the widow of the. Emperor Norton I, who was a crazy man in 19th century California who proclaimed himself Emperor, Emperor of the United yeah, States. Yeah. So she claimed to be his widow, and like every year, like on his birthday or whatever, they would yeah. have a procession to the grave and everything. She actually is buried in a cemetery next to the Emperor Norton. States <laughs> are so extra. Mm. Who? Was the first queer person to run successfully for political office in the U.S.? Paul Buttigieg. No. Harvey Milk. No. Everyone thinks it is. Harvey's only like number three or four. He was actually a 21-year-old college student named Kathy Kozachenko. Oh, a girl? And in 1974, she was elected to the Ann Arbor City Council in Michigan. Yeah, girls can be gay, too. Really? They're having their own name for those lesbians. Who was the first openly gay candidate to win an American presidential primary or a caucus? Pete, Pete Buttigieg. Mayor Pete. Yep, that Pete. is the answer. I like Pete. I love Pete. How smart he is. Oh, he, love he, when he goes on Fox News. He's ridiculous. And he he's so much. What 1927 film... Featured the first male-on-male kiss in the cinema. Uh, making it, Love. Nope. 1927. Oh. The Tales it of... It won Best Picture. It was the first Best Picture winner. Gone with the Wind. No, it was um, it was that <laughs> movie that, Christ, that everybody hates. America, the American Story, America First, America, the, the American Tale, the... Citizen Kane. No, 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 that was much 1927. Later. We're talking about. I, I don't know. Thinking of something even earlier than that. The film is Wings. No, I never would have come up with Wings. No, you could have put a gun that, in my ass. That's why I said Citizen Kane. I had no idea. Oh my god, yeah. Citizen Kane's a good bet. You throw that in. Yeah, just it might be. What? It might be right. Exactly. That's why I said it. What was the first musical to feature two gay characters as the lead? La Casa Falls. La Casa Falls, correct. Very good. That one I knew, but I called in too late. <laughs> I'm, I'm quick on the musical ones. You, Not all of good. them. Not all of them. Some of them are obscure. And that one, an Oscar? That was the first. No, the first musical. To We're feature. still on the oh, gay topic. Gay oh, just gay, not, not Oscar. Who was the first gay character to appear oh. on a U.S. animated show? It was animated the Flintstones. Show. Nope. No way. 
gay character on a, an anime... Simpsons. The Simpsons? Oh, I got that before the whistle. But what character? Well, there was... Um, I don't Come know on, I can't believe you don't know the character, Mr. Um, Burns. The, the, the groundsman, groundskeeper... Not Isn't groundskeeper Willie. Is no. he gay? Oh, come on. He's shirtless a lot. He's definitely gay. He's not gay. He's so gay. The guy who ran the nuclear factory. Well, that was Mr. Burns, but Mr. his Burns. assistant. His assistant. Waylon Smithers. And how do we know he was gay? He had an actual gay scene. Well, he was in the closet in the beginning, but he eventually came out. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, was there, you, you knew he was gay from the very beginning. Was there a coming was. out moment? Was there a recognition of Well, you would famous? see him, he would have these fantasies about his boss, Mr. Burns. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so he would go to the townhouse. Yeah. The townhouse, if anyone doesn't know out there, is a bar in New York City that younger gentlemen go to meet older gentlemen. Actually, it's older gentlemen go to wishing meet. younger gentlemen would come walk in. walk in the fucking and, door. Yeah, and sometimes they do, and they like them. In 1974... What Greek letter was officially declared the international symbol for gay and lesbian rights? I know this. I know it's not Sigma. I know it's not Omega. It's Lambda. It's the Lambda. Lambda is correct. <laughs> it's a triangle. And now for your final question. Oh, there was thank a guy, God. There was a guy in college. He was part of Lambda, Lambda, Lambda. Yeah. Oh, my God. I was in love with him. Yeah. And he wanted nothing to do with me. The I almost be, stalked yeah. him. And it was like he had to finally turn, you know, eventually just say, I'm not interested. Those heartbreaks are awful. Ah. Louie, Louie, I don't have to hear you. Lambda, no. Lambda, Lambda. Lambda, Lambda, Lambda. Yeah, that was the name of the group in Hofstra. Lambda, Lambda, Lambda. Okay. Okay. I just, remember, I just remember it from Revenge of the Nerds. Oh, no. Lambda, Lambda, Lambda was Hofstra, too. Okay. Or maybe it was something else. Isn't it the Triangles? No, the big triangles from Nazi Germany. No, they, but no, but in Hofstra, they, 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 had the, they had a group there that called was our, the Lambda Society. So maybe that was it. And we used the pink triangle. Any gay place did. Yeah, yeah. Until we said, fuck the gay triangle. So what does, and we the, made the, flag, what does the Lambda who was look like? By Hubert Humphreys, right? Lambda? Yeah, what shape? Because like, you can see the Alpha, you can see Omega. Lambda's like an L, I think. I don't think maybe. it is. Well, let's see. No, I think I think it's a triangle. That is the lambda. There you go. Yeah, it could be triangly. Triangly? That's triangly. Triangly? Bitch, that's a triangle with a mullet. No, that's and a beard. That's an L. That's an L for lambda on a kickstand. That's an L on a kickstand. Oh, I, I, I can see a music stand. I don't see an yeah. L anywhere. Oh, on a music there. stand. Of course, it's gay. Of course, it's a music stand. Uh, I can it's, see it's, a, the it's an L on a. Um, what do you call the little tripod thingies? It's an L on a tripod. All right, I, I can see that. But to me, it is a triangle with a mullet and a goatee. Yeah, I see an L on a stand. Of course, is that, what, is that like not. Hold on. Is it like. It's a not, drunk ass. It's, it's a backward over. ass. It's a fuck backward ass. No, it's a. Yeah. And a giraffe ass at that. And then his friend is holding him up because that's what friends do. But when I don't drunk, think that letter is a, a You know how many times I debate. held Patrick up? Oh, please. I, I, I bet you held his hair back a couple of times. I held his hair back. <laughs> I, I watched him naked on a roof. Well, okay. yeah, that happened. <laughs> right, so we're moving on? Yes, your final question. So that oh, was in it? No, this is it now. I thought he said the other one. I thought so, too. Yeah. I, He's lying. Which president designated the Stonewall Inn, Christopher Park, and the surrounding area Obama. as the first national monument to the queer rights movement? Obama. I, I think it was Obama. Obama is correct. Woohoo! We both got it! 
Last question. Thank done. God. Does that mean it's over? It's over. No. That uh, segment. That, oh, that segment is over. Oh, it's the whole thing's not over. No. no. Is the quiz over? Yes. Oh. Is the segment over? No. I don't know. Hold on. We'll, we'll see. We now I mean, move we on to know. our next segment. Now we're moving on to the next segment. Okay. Las Vegas. Could you please tell me? What day is it? I'm confused, you say. Yes, it's time for what day is it? Whoa! Tommy, do you have any guesses? I do have guesses. I have guesses. I don't have any guesses Wait, prepared. what's the question? The, the, what the day national, is it? The, what day is it? Wednesday. The, no, the National <laughs> Day of Embroidery. What the fuck do you uh, now? Oh, National... segment's coming up. National Chocolate Cookie Day. No! Excellent. National Day National of Embroidery. National Cookie Day. No. National Pull Your Friend's Hair Back So He Doesn't Vomit on Himself Day. No. Day of the Goldfish. No. <laughs> I thought it was that one, too. First, it is National Parchment Day. Parchment. Oh, and we're parched. That's why we called you. Yes. <laughs> but we're not talking about the parchment. Isn't paper. that why he's here? Because he's not taking my drink. No, no. there's something special. Never, ever you see, we're not talking Once about. Die, take my drink. You see, we're not talking <laughs> about the parchment paper that you write I'll just, on. I'll be so old. We're, we're talking time. about the parchment paper that you come with. You, okay, <laughs> I know a little bit about this parchment paper, uh, and that's why I figure I bring Stephen in since he's the resident cook of the house. You talk about parched. Okay, so, Steve, what is parchment paper made of? Waxy. No, wax no wax paper is different wax from parchment paper. paper. It's similar to it's wax silicone. paper. Yeah, I'm telling you, it's silicone. It is made of no, wood. The silicone. answer to the question it's made is of wood. wood Actually, wood. no, the answer is cellulose. Which is what no, it I think it's silicone. What is cellulose? No, it's where's cellulose. My, it's made my... of fat? No, go, no. We're talking about parchment paper well, that, that doesn't explain with. anything. What is, what is cellulose made of? So. Look it up yourself. I'm tired of looking up yourself. <laughs> I don't know what saying. Jesus Christ. I know what parchment paper is. I have no idea what cellulose is, so it doesn't really answer the question. It makes it more confusing. Oh, snap. <laughs> that sounded like a middle schooler to me. <laughs> Dude, you well, if you were smart if you enough. If you don't turn in the, into them with the smart comebacks, I'm they you, will eat you alive. I know it. Oh, they'll eat you alive. you got to have comebacks to them. So here I go. Ingredients. Uh, I <clears throat> ingredients of <laughs> parchment paper else. itself. Yes, what are the ingredients, oh. Tommy? The ingredients of parchment paper are... are it is made from two main components, wood pulp so I said. and silicone. That's what I said, wood and glue. That's what I said. The combination of materials gives the parchment paper its distinctive non-stick properties, making it ideal for use in cooking and baking without requiring the use of additional oils or <laughs> Butter. So, Patrick, next time when you get, you should get the full answer. Just saying for the future. So, today's time we should go, fuck me. Is this parchment day? Is this, this National is, Day of Parchment Paper? Yes, yes. it is. And, Stephen, what do you day. use parchment paper for? <clears throat> Cooking. Well, it usually just gets in the way in the drawer. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's back. fucking exactly right. That is the perfect answer. Because you, know, you always use fucking tinfoil. Fuck parchment paper. No, if I don't feel like cleaning a pan if I'm doing cookies or anything. I'll do it. Um, based them on parchment paper. Parchment paper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But mainly, yeah. And it doesn't burn the bottle. 
It doesn't burn. But the you know what? The, the paper doesn't burn. The, the paper, paper doesn't does. burn. No, well, it, it can burn. I burn the generally heat resistant. I burnt the paper. Way too well. When you have cookies, then too. Yeah, you don't. Like, you don't use it in a broiler or a toaster oven. Oh, I use it. I use parchment paper. That's when I burnt it. I put a steak on parchment paper once, and I broiled it. That's because the, the the fat breaks down there. Ah. Uh. But it didn't go on fire. It just dissolved itself away. No, it went on fire. Not your paper went on fire. That's why you used And I pulled it out. It, it went out quickly. Yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. the edges started to light I up. I used it on oh, the, the bottom. Edges, I make cookies and the edges start to light up. Yeah. On the yeah. parchment paper. I also yeah, put yeah, it on the bottom. But not light up. These lit up. I'll put it on the bottom of my, uh, when I do cheesecakes. Okay. So that it comes off of the I go home, I repeat, nice I, I reheat a piece of, like, uh, rotisserie chicken from Stop and Shop or... Or it's one of the turkey burgers. Confusing in the drawers, whatever you said. That right. was, that oh, was, yeah, it just gets in the Because best. it's so... You don't use it. I don't use enough of it. No. It sits in there for years, and then it's like, oh, I can use this. And, and you, you would have so much more room if you just put it somewhere else. I do put it But in, it's a very useful tool. It is very useful. Not I use like, it in the air fryer, because, like, when you use the air fryer, I, I hate... Air frying has that failed me. Crap off yes. the bottom. I just bake. you put the parchment paper, put some holes in the parchment paper to make sure that the heat yeah. goes up. I by the way, and I use that all great. the time. Good. Oh man, I, you have when you first yeah, gave I it to me. I'm like, I wonder if I'll ever use that. I friggin' use that. <laughs> I I store it right. I have. I cleared everything else from the bottom so it would have its own spot. So it would be easy to take out. Not that I have to shove it in. That's it. And I take that in and out all the time. It's great, especially for one person because you can do it one meal in. Exactly. And I made a pot pie in there. Now, a pot pie will take over an hour. Hour and 10 minutes. And now it's 30 minutes. Yeah. But But boom, just put it in. 30 minutes, boom, done. Yeah. Wow. I want to do my nails. Well, no, you want to do a pot pie. No. And if you never get a pot pie, turkey. I'm looking to Turkey pot pie. Look, Mr. Ballerina Dancer. Okay, you're going to tell me that you're a butcher because you you don't bake? What? I don't know what any of that meant. I do bake. I think it had something he was calling you out as bullshit. You're trying to be Uh, butch? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm trying to be butch. No, he didn't try that hard. I didn't even notice him. I I couldn't tell If he was trying to be butch, wow, that was very subtle. (laughs) You'd make a good lesbian. Yeah. You know I'd make a fine lesbian. I'd be proud to be a fine lesbian. <laughs> okay. It's just this miserable fan I ended up at. <laughs> well, Stephen, do you have anything else to tell us about parchment paper? Oh, not really. Think it out. Okay. <laughs> go go back to watching Game of Thrones and say glory so, with you. Oh my God, it's okay, so good, isn't Patrick, it? Patrick, I love you so much. On season two. Oh, but you thought an episode shit hits the fan on parchment three. paper Don't would be exciting? Stop. Yes. <laughs> you just had a five-minute discussion about parchment paper. Well, that's so all don't can... tell me. <laughs> But today is not only National Parchment Day, today is also National Paul Bunyan Day. Oh, he was a... He was a that is actually more exciting. Do you exciting. follow that guy on TikTok? Which one? He was a lumberjack. Yes, yes. he is a legendary giant lumberjack. A giant yes. lumberjack, okay. Big, gay, giant town. Wait, hold on, hold on. I want to know if he was gay. I want to hear the basic information Oh my God, first. he was a, he was a giant was a lumberjack. Gay. He is... He is why bears exist. Yes. Hold on a second. <laughs> Let him finish. Okay. I'm he sorry. had a pet and working animal called Babe the, the, the Ox. I wasn't a bear. 
And he is credited with forming the Grand Canyon as he and the Blue Ox walk through, dragging his ox behind him. I Wait, Cole Bunyan isn't a real person? No, no, he's a legend. He was created, it was a mining legend created by North American loggers in the 19th century. Men who hung out with men most of the time. Of course. Doing logging and shit where they had to be away from their women. So these yeah. men had to leave they for left. months and months, <clears throat> sometimes yeah. a couple of years at a time. Probably. And they were all together, all together looking like Paul Bunyan. They may have had, yeah. There was gay sex. There was, there was just sex. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and in the local work town where they camped out, there was the whorehouse. There was a whorehouse. <laughs> there was definitely, there may have been a cook along Well, let's face that. it. We're only, they worked for We're people. only a certain percent the gay ones went there too. Of course. And I guarantee did. Paul Bunyan was based on one of the hot gay ones. Because they probably looks a little better than like the Like the bounty guy. Yeah. When they walked into another place with guys, they wanted to look good. All right, well, let me tell you Straight this. guys didn't care if they looked good with other guys. Gay guys did. So Paul Bunyan, if he was their little spokesmodel, he was gay. I'm just saying. Does that answer the question? <laughs> I don't even know what the question was. <laughs> what was the topic? <laughs> we forgot the question. That's National Paul Bunyan Day. I'm sorry. Oh, Paul Bunyan Day. Uh, Paul Bunyan Day. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so so you're thinking day. he's... Well, pri- isn't this gay? It's pride. I, I was just so about how is he to not gay? to pride myself. So I did relate it to gay stuff, right? Okay, so now hold and on. And now I'm wrong. So. Now, now wait, hold on. You and I have talked a couple of times about TikTok. I uh, love TikTok. Okay. So, I'm on okay. it way too much. Okay. I'm on it hours a day. Fantastic. I go to sleep for hours while Do like, you know Thor the Lumberjack? Yes. Okay. Who chops the wood all the time. Oh, yes, I know exactly okay. who he is. Yes, yes, Thor, yes. Thor? Okay, yes. All right. I didn't know his I name. I just wanted to mention his name is Thor, and I, I don't have to tell you the fabulousness that I'm in. He's a big, muscly, hairy, just he is hairy chested. The modern version of the Paul Bunyan character. Yeah, totally. Uh, he is fantastical. Like he's just delicious. He is, and he's so big, and he's uh, and he chops wood. He chops. That's wood. all he does. That's that's his whole thing. That's he his stick, wood. chopping wood. Chops, and every now and again, the he amount does of like money a, he probably makes oh from my chopping God. wood. For maybe, maybe I haven't seen him in any commercials yet, but it's coming. Coming. Oh, he's going to do a bounty or something. Uh, he has to. Yeah, he has to. We move on to our next segment. Yes, time for the week in fascism. And tonight we're going to Georgia. He always does that. He doesn't like that noise. He doesn't like that noise. That's Arthur, by the way. Yeah, Arthur usually doesn't bark, so you're getting a rare sounding from Arthur. I think he doesn't like the sound of that. I, th- I remember every time he's here and that happens, he, he, he barks, ignores yeah. him. Yeah. Fascism. Florida. Gotta be Florida, right? No, this time it's in Georgia. A school teacher was fired for reading a, a, her class a book that she bought at the school's book fair. Is this Tango? No. What it was, this teacher named Katie Rinderly, she had a fifth grade gifted students program, and in this one class, she gave the students a choice of books to read, and they chose a book called My Shadow is Purple. Hmm. The book centers on a child who looks at their mother's pink shadow and their father's blue shadow and doesn't identify fully with either. Their shadow is purple, and they have traits in common with each of their parents. But at a school dance, the child is pressured to choose pink or blue. But then other kids speak out to say that their colors aren't pink or blue either. They're yellow, brown, red, green. So after reading this book, she had the class discuss the book's themes and then write poems about their own shadows. Uh Uh-oh. So there were complaints from a number of parents. 
And then she was basically summoned to the principal's office, told that she was being investigated. She asked the principal why this book wasn't available. Uh, if the book was available at the school's book fair, why was it deemed now inappropriate? And she couldn't get a clear answer. She asked if there was a specific list of books or topics they weren't allowed to include. The principal said, no, we don't have such a list. And then he, she asked, you know, is there any rule or policy anywhere else that she wasn't aware of? And the principal said that the book was just considered divisive and that parents were talking and had emailed the principal to complain. What year was this? This was this year. Probably a few, like a few days ago. April. That story this year? So. I thought we were talking 1972. The teacher was investigated, then told to resign or be fired, and then was fired. She is now going through her union to get back her job now. Yes. Where was this? This was in Georgia, Cobb County, Georgia. Wow. So it's wow. like they draw up these rules and they're so vague. Oh my God, that was a they don't know. story about pink and blue and purple. Yeah, and what was the whole other story? Own, we all have our own shadow. There was nothing pornographic oh or obscene about the book, nothing sexual about the book. And and the shadow must such be pink a, or blue. I want to read that story to people. It's so beautiful. Right? Oh my God. I know. That's just it's so fucking ridiculous. It's a, you know what? And it's so funny. The book is about tolerance. Yeah. It's about tolerance, and they don't like it. No, they can't tolerate it. They they think <laughs> it's about sex, and because anything that mentions anything different, you know. Yeah, and it's just about tolerance and love and being who you are. It doesn't talk about anything about you sex. You must read, but everybody reads into it. They, it's like I, I swear to God, it feels like when the when AIDS hit in the eighties, we thought, man, in the seventies, gays were really coming up and things were changing, and then AIDS hit and just. Punched us down again. And it seems like we were recovering from that for quite a while well, now. Well, we made a big, we peaked with same-sex marriage. Yeah, and know? then, then Trump came. And I'm not blaming Trump. No, he I'm was blaming, the combination of it. He just said, I'm going to use this, all this bullshit that's going on, this hatred. And I'm going to, I'm, yeah, I'm going to use it. I'm going to win. I don't think he believed he was going to win, but he was going to use it to make money. And he used it. And boy, did they wake up and how sad it is. And it's okay now. My, I can't believe, I, I always go back to Andrea, but I, I cannot believe she said to me, well, I'm sure not everybody at the KKK rally was a bad person. Because Trump said that. I go, Andrea. When was the last time you were at a KKK rally? Because I've never been, and I think anyone who's going to go to a KKK rally, yeah, is a racist. I believe Trump I don't think there's probably, was on a KKK I don't think rally. there are good people in the bunch. <laughs> <laughs> if you're going to a KKK rally, yeah, you're, I don't know. I'm not thinking you're the nicest, you're the, good, the least racist person in the room. If good means you're bringing baked goods to the bake sale for the church Sunday picnic. <laughs> yeah. That's good. You know, that, go, go, yeah, you're a good family man. Yeah, yeah but you could have. Uh, there's some good on, people no. at a KKK rally. Sorry, no, can't do a really. Wednesday They're night, none. but clan night. Yeah. It's hell being a teacher today. And so no wonder somebody's like Florida now has a teacher dream. Yeah. They don't. They, it's they, they obviously it's much like, easier in New York because. Because they're not dealing with this kind of bullshit, bullshit. you know? What are these kind of restrictions yeah, on and, what you can and, and can't do? And this bathroom so oranges are $10 a pound. So in our middle school... Every fucking immigrant, they're all fleeing. Fleeing. Yeah, yeah. they need those too. They the, the the farmers down in Florida, they're saying they need help down there. They don't have the workers. Right. This is happening in, it's happening in other states. California, Texas. Oi. Mm. Oi. We now move on to our next segment. I'm going to be watching you, watching you, watching you, watching you. Yes, it's time for We Like to Watch. I love to watch. And what did you watch new this week, Ernie? 
I have been watching the guys who said they would um, fix my driveway up and put a pathway around back, who, who are doing that for me. Um, I've been watching movies. them doing that. TV, all. movies, books. Plays. Oh. <laughs> TV's, movies, books, plays. Okay, the other two. It's an HBO Max TV show. Okay. And it's about, like, this kid who goes on social media and becomes this little hot little star. Kind of almost like a Justin Bieber type, how he became a star on YouTube. Okay. This kid be- became a star on social media. They don't name anyone specifically, or Instagram, they do. And uh, he became a star, and he had two older siblings who were in their 20s. Yeah. And a mother, and the father had died. We didn't know why. And it was just about how their whole lives changed. And it's funny. It was funny. It was oh, a cool. funny little comedy. And there was a great line in it, but I forgot. You know what? I've been waiting because I was like, you know, he's talking. Yeah. He's a guest. <laughs> yes. We should wait. Yes. No, you never have to I wait. have to fucking pee so bad. And I waited. Oh my god! But and you... then it ended like that. I know. And I'm mad at you now. I, know. I hate him. But I know. I'm mad at you. I, I am so sorry. It didn't have a good because uh, there was a line. It was funny. We'll take a little break here so Tommy can go urinate. Tommy, huh? What did you watch new this past week? Oh, what did week? I watch new? Nothing. I um, I watched a little bit more of of NPH and his adorable husband and that silly. Drag oh, drag me to dinner. dinner. I've been missing the drag. Oh, I saw drag me to dinner. Yeah, drag. Yeah. Me I love the drag queens on the show. I hate the scripted parts of the show. Yeah, it's goofy as shit. Uh, it's it's really so funny. It's just, it's, yeah, it's just stupid. Stupid. Yeah, it is uh, stupid. Yeah. No, sometimes self aware stupid doesn't work. Yeah. But I don't think this is so bad. I you know No, I think it just can't be stupid. It can't be stupid. Yeah. It's no it's no but I like the, the best part of course is watching the, the dinner presentations. Yeah. I mean yeah. those are great. Those yes. are great to watch. The, I mean there's nothing at stake. It's just so no, I watched that also. So stake. I changed my answer to Tommy's. <laughs> <laughs> Really missing the drag queens. So <laughs> totally I, I realized that. Oh wait, I have the Wow app. Wow. Yes. In this case, yes, means World of Wonder, and that is RuPaul's company. World of Wonder. World of Wonder. Okay. Wow. So, oh my God, what's on the World of Wonder app? So I have discovered that they have this thing where they have broken down all of these thousands of episodes now, and they're starting to break them down into like the one I've been watching is the best of the Snatch Game. Oh, love the Snatch Game. Okay, the Snatch Game is the big deal. So what they've done is they play the whole episode where the Snatch Game was particularly epic. Raunchy, yeah. And funny. Oh, it's got to yeah. be funny. It's hysterical. Um, yeah, so I've been watching that. I'm up to, yeah, there's a couple of them. There's eight or nine of them. Cool. So yeah, Patrick, I, it wasn't what did you funny, watch though. new this week? What did I watch? You new must this have week? three or four nice selections. As a matter of fact, I do. I knew you must. You know why did we get why did we get knowledge of this question? This is always here. It's always here. This is a regular segment. Yes, um, maybe if you listen to the podcast on a week. regular basis, I don't have the time. You would yeah, know. Oh, know. you don't have the time. I don't have the time. I have a full time job. <laughs> I got things to do. Well, now you have the whole summer to listen to all 90 episodes. But I want to do things I enjoy instead. Oh, get out! Get out! Get out! Get out! Get out! Me too. 
<laughs> so, but I, anyway, uh, this past week we uh, started watching the second season of Catching Killers. Mm-hmm. It's a docu series on Netflix about fa- famous. Well, yeah, but it's like it's a police procedural about famous killers. So catching them. So far, we we uh, watched the one on the Olympics bomber, which I like because it didn't center so much on Richard Jewell. It centered on the police and how they tracked down the actual. Is that a, is that like a feature of the show as a whole? That, well, it's, it's all taken from the basically the police perspective of their investigation. Mm-hmm. And how they track these people down. Which is probably why it's called Catch and Killers. Exactly. All right. And we just watched a really good episode. It was on the New York City Zodiac Killer. Okay. That was oh. that was really interesting. I found out more than I knew because I remember when that happened. Back Zodiac in the day. Killer. Yeah. Well, there's a there's a California Zodiac Killer, and there was a New York City one. They it's like rats. totally unrelated. Ernie. Oh, but the New York City one was East Coast and West Coast. Yes, I know the two <laughs> cities. I've heard of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I it's, was born in one of them. I, I you know. Yeah. And <laughs> then we started watching an old series from 2016, but the, like the new What year was season. the Zodiac Killer? Did we, did we say that? Uh, I don't remember. I think, no, I think it was like the 80s. The, 80s. The, 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 the San Francisco one, the California one, was like in the 70s. Oh, okay. so this, Yeah. So the New York was, City one was later. Was the New York City one way less popular? Well, yes. it wasn't as known. It wasn't as yeah. yes. fantastical. I mean, the, as the California, the California one. one guy, the guy had a whole man, a whole costume that he wore. Right. And he would send these encrypted messages. But right. one of them, which I don't think they still encrypted. Like Zodiac Killer East Coast. You're right. already you're already taking your credibility down. Right. Like you're, come up with your you're own doing the own the same name exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 There, uh, there, are, there shouldn't be serial killers like with the same name sequel. Like so someone do yeah exactly. So he did a sequel. Yeah. No one gives a shit about sequel. No, no, no. You they want the do. new fucking? You want the new Ted Bundy? That's There's right. no Ted Bundy Junior. Right, 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 right. Yeah, right. it's stupid. Yeah, so we watched that, <laughs> and then we He's started treating watching us like this, children now. I know. <laughs> we started watching this older series from 2016, but the sixth season just came out. It's a British series called Dark Mirror. It's uh, sort of like yeah. an update on the Twilight Zone, but they all take place. Most of them take place like in this futuristic Are dystopias, you sure and black, they deal with technology. Black Mirror. Black, black Mirror. Mirror. I'm sorry, Black Mirror. Black Mirror. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Yeah. I watched it the first couple of episodes when it was first out, and it's it like Star Trek in that. Well, the very first one was bizarre, bizarre as fuck. It was uh, a princess, a member of the royal family, is kidnapped, and the kidnapper, their only demand is to have the prime minister fuck a pig live on television, and that's mm. their demand. And it's like okay, and you, you see <laughs> the production. Right up until he does it. Yeah, that was quite bizarre. We were watching the other episode. I think we were in the second season right I now. I saw the one. I only saw one. And it was the one where you get scored and points for just being you. Like, you can up and down points. You have a badge. Oh, uh, okay. And it was um, Opie's daughter who played in that one. Oh, really? In Black Mirror. And so you went out and you had a little badge. And if people thought you were nice, they'd give you a thumbs up. Yeah. And if people didn't think you were nice, they'd give you a thumbs down. And everyone was judged on their score. And the way to make more money and get better jobs was to hire, have a higher score. So basically, be a bigger phony and just be nice to everyone yeah. and never get upset oh, and never lose it. Just we'd be killed. So, yeah, you and Patrick would be dead, like, three days. <laughs> I would fake it for a little while. Well, the good news is Patrick no longer leaves the house. Mm. So, 
his but except contract, for rehearsals. His contract. Oh no 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 no! Very... You don't leave the house. The neighbor says, "Why don't they leave the house?" And they can give you a thumbs down. Everyone has can grab anyone's thumbs. Yeah. Okay. And yeah, That's so fair. they'd be dead for being. Oh, they never come out. They never bring us a bun cake. We're going to move on to our next segment. God, Karen, you're so stupid. You're so stupid. Yes, it's time for stupid people. <laughs> and that's why they invited. <laughs> <laughs> no comment. Is it Marjorie? Is no, it Lauren? That is no. why. Is it Kevin? Wait, no. He asked the question? It's an anonymous person. He was videotaped carving his uh, name, this this guy, and his significant other's name in the wall of the Colosseum at Rome. In Rome, they don't know who this guy is yet. They're still investigating. What it. did he write? He wrote Ivan plus Haley twenty three into the wall of the Colosseum. For those who don't know, the Colosseum was built in eighty AD. <gasps> oh, someone actually was able to carve something that hasn't been carved that they don't let Well, actually, touch. no. This is like the fourth time that graffiti has been reported at the Coliseum this year alone. Oh. And I had to act. an American tourist actually videotaped the guy, and then he went to a guard and went to the guard supervisor, and they didn't do anything about it. Oh, so this character. He's like, I can identify the guy. I have a videotape of the guy. And how are they going to do And they that? wouldn't do anything about it. Well, so the guy posted it on social media. And then Italy said, oh, we're going to investigate this now. Because it got, because people started seeing Yeah. But what are the guards supposed to do? Some guy, you, how could we find him? We'd have to search Rome. So what are they supposed to do? Well, I'm sure the guy was still in the area. But what, are they supposed to run around looking for some guy in the crowds at the Coliseum? Yeah, they'd never find him. That's a needle in a haystack. I don't think so. I think you're overestimating the number of people who might have been at the Coliseum that day. Yeah, but if someone filled them, the guy might have noticed it and took off. He wasn't around. But who knows? You know, I think graffiti, like paint and shit, is terrible. But if I had the chance with a knife to carve into the rock... Well, then I hope you don't mind spending five years in prison and paying up to $15,000 in fines. It's just a thought. Because that's, what, that's what the penalty is. Well, for I, doing something like this. All right, so now now I worry more about it. But yeah, I, I still maybe try it. But it's just, I'm sorry, it's fucking stupid. You're gonna, why do you need to carve into something like that, for God's sake? Did the guy get caught? No, no. they're still looking for the guy. Because I know people, when they saw it, probably saying, oh, it's probably an American. But they don't know who the guy is. Probably yet. American. Oh, yeah. There are many assholes in the world. Yeah, there are many assholes in the world. Okay. Well, wait, wait, wait. Truth what? be told. The names he carves into the wall. Ivan plus Haley. H-A-L-E-Y. 23. That's uh, what he carved. Sounds more, you know, Ukrainian or Russian or Mongolian. So we don't know yet. But, okay, if we had a, let's say we had a bet and you wanted to win, which country would you pick he was from if you wanted to win the bet? I don't know. I would here. Absolutely choose America. Absolutely, without a doubt. Thank Absolutely you very much. choose America. <laughs> that's yeah, that's your best bet. No, yeah, that's <laughs> that's a given. Anyway, they want he, he isn't the only stupid person this week. The other one is right here from South Dakota. I thought you were gonna say South Farmingdale. No, he's a state legislature in the South Dakota House of Representatives, and his name is Joe Donald. And he went on an episode of this podcast called Now is the Time. 
And he claimed that Mount Rushmore is a Freemason shrine and a portal and a portal for demonic forces to enter and spread communism throughout the country. Quote, what the Lord has revealed to me is that Mount Rushmore has a direct ley line to Washington, D.C. What we're really dealing with in that portal is communism. That witchcraft, altar, those things that are happening in the Black Hills. What we're dealing with is communism. It's the ideology and all the demonic entities and spirits behind that. <laughs> oh, God bless him. On one, Satan. On one hand, why bring it up? Because it's so stupid. It's that's so, all hence yeah. the category. Stupid He's an elected official. <laughs> what a moron. I, you know, I... The the Republicans are are they're hiring idiots to be politicians. It's it's they're they're getting idiots. It makes me think I should run for office. Yeah, oh, Jesus. <laughs> but so, I mean, there are all these morons you, coming out of the woodwork. You have to be doing as a Republican. Who are legislating? What are you going to run for? My life. <laughs> That's why I think. Santoros, George Santoros, genius. Hold he on. Said, George Santos. George Santos. Thank you. He went and said, young, I'm gay. You know what? I'm going to run as a Republican and make a lot of fucking money. And he did. Yeah, but now he's in a lot of trouble. He's, yeah. so. he's a, basically a grafter. He'll just have criminal. to pay, probably. The trouble he's in is paying money. And he probably got so much of it by now, he could pay it He's back. got no money. Oh, yes, he has. Oh, but just being elected, he gets money. Well, that's the, that's why he's elected, his, his, because he's... But, yeah, they, they send you money. He has no money. His, you know, he, he has a website, and they were Now he, his, his, his organization... But he was making more than that before. He was making money before, and he just keeps using it. I can't believe in my life I'm sitting here with Ernie Wolfgang yep. arguing about George Santos. <laughs> and we're not on the same side. I know. What do you mean we're not on the same side? We're, oh, no. He's a total asshole, and I wish he would go to jail. Of course he's bad. But freaking but his little scam is I I respect the scam because okay. it's a scam. I got to respect that. Well, his whole career is a scam. He's yeah. He's yeah, yeah, yeah. like a professional con artist. And, uh, you know, and we all praised, uh, whatchamacallit, Titanic Boy for being in that movie, Catch Me If You Can. He, it's cool be, scamming people. Oh, okay, yeah, I thought you were seeing the other movie. All right, all right, I'm with you now. You know, right, it's, we're like, caught up. it's like, you know, you're scamming rich people out of money. Fuck that. I would love to do that. Six degrees of separation. Go yeah. Ahead. Well, anyway, uh, Joe Donnell and the Coliseum Vandal, we say... Stupid! You're so stupid! How do you carve your name into the wall at the fucking... Well, the, I know. Uh, how, uh, what makes you think that's a great idea? Anyway, Julie Andrews, take us away. Listen to Bring this. Drop some roses, Listen. whiskers on kittens, Don't sing copper kettles and warm woolen mittens, brown paper packages tied up with strings. These are a few of my favorite things. See, you don't, you don't listen to people. I told you to listen. And what did you do? I sang along. Yes, and can you sing along and listen at the same time? Well, since I've known the the song since I was three, yes. How old are you now? Older than three. Fifty-three. I'm still in my fifties. Uh, okay. It's gonna end soon. Not gonna until next year. Not gonna say when. Okay. But uh, fifty something. Fifty something. I'm fifty something. Okay. Go ahead, Patrick. What's on the topic tonight? I, I just, just want to say the way that you're getting annoyed with Ernie. 
I'm not annoyed with Ernie. You're my Ernie. <laughs> I am not getting annoyed with Ernie. Oh my god. I see a symbiotic relationship happening. <laughs> I'm just saying I asked him to listen and he didn't. No, he didn't. But I, it was a song I knew forever. So I didn't instead. what did I need to listen to? You ignored the thunder. I've listened He loves the thunder. I've seen the movie. I know the thunder. He see he he when he can really grab onto the thunder, there's so much more in that in that loop with <laughs> her, her enunciation of huh? every word. That's why I was trying to do it that way. Whiskers on kittens. Brown paper packages <laughs> tied up in springs. Strings. Strings. These are a few. Few of my these, favorite these things. These are a few of my, of my favorite things. Yeah. When the dog bites, yeah, when the bees when the thunder is sad, I simply remember the time of my life. My favorite and then I don't feel the title of the so bad. Don't okay. quit your day job. Uh, yeah. I'm not going to. <laughs> the rare musical interlude. <laughs> For yes, we should have that. We should have a sing along in this. No. The, yes. <laughs> Everyone, come on. Grumpy you have a sing along. Everyone loves like... the sing along. Uh, no, and Patrick, uh, you can whistle to it. You could sing. You've never whistled on your podcast. I can't whistle. He can. Can you? No, not I mean not to a tune like he can. He just we were in Blanche's and Billy sang the song Anybody Can Whistle. Anyone and, can whistle. Sorry. <laughs> it goes in the rhythm of the song. It does. Anyone can whistle. I should get that right. Thank you. And um all of a sudden Patrick started whistling and I'm thinking, wow. It was beautiful. I'm thinking, oh wow. He knows how to whistle. I wonder how many he practiced this. He has he's going to school for this. Is that a school? Is there a thing? I couldn't believe it. And I went up to him. I'm like, oh my god, that was beautiful. When did you learn how to do that? And he goes, just now. I go, wait, you didn't whistle before this? He goes, well, I whistled, but not to a song like this. And it was beautiful. So I can't believe you're not gonna whistle on your podcast. You need people. You need to write in and call in and ask Patrick to whistle. Yes, yeah, so that's really gonna draw in fans. I think it is. <laughs> And if you want more music or, you know, us singing, we can do that too. But the whistle, ask for the whistle. I'd like to circle back on a, on a totally separate idea. Oh, no. What's that? A little more wine. And then no, 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 no. You can't go anywhere because it's you I'm asking. Okay, I'll be right there. Hold on. All right, hold on. Oh, my God. We gotta bring him more. Um, all right, yeah, so I so want to swing back. And he calmed the other two down. To the school of whistling. Yes. Yeah. What's the application like? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> can I have my credits transferred? Patrick? Just put your lips together and, and blow. blow. Right. <laughs> Go ahead. Okay. For those of you who've lost track of what segment we're at, and it was a whistle. This is five faves. Five and faves. 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 Oh, and oh, favorite. It's slang. Oh, five faves. We're in our forties. Oh faves. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, being that this is the end of Pride Month, you were asked to name your five must-have songs on your Pride Month playlist. Mm -hmm. So, Ernie, what song do you have on your list? Okay. Your first one, anyway. Let me go on my phone. I have them written Maybe down. Maybe I'll see if I even have it on here. I was not trying to pick anything that I thought was like, that I should pick. At first, I was like, oh, let me think of five, like, cool gay songs in the past that was amazing, that were amazing. Okay. And then I thought, no, why don't I just pick my the five I want? It's, that's it's, your, it's your pride playlist. So I'm going to go to my little, where I put them. 
The first one that has to play. I'm sorry if you think it's cliche. It's like, oh my God, it's Raining Men. If you're having gay pride, it's Raining Men has to be. On every it's this. It's this. Not every gay night. Not every gay I mean, the beginning alone, before they even say the words, is just amazing. It's a great intro. Yeah. Like, yeah, I got it. Here we go. And everyone's running on the dance floor. <laughs> oh my god! Everyone's wasted. <laughs> Quickly. Take, let me take it to the toast. And then go. Yeah. Six hours, they're going to wake up with sand in their head. And they have news for us. Yeah. It's raining. And this time, Hallelujah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It's on my list. Yeah. Oh, was it? Oh, that was on your list? Of course it was. Oh, okay. Isn't it's it got to be yours? on everyone's list. No, I did not have it on my list. Okay. That's yeah. bizarre and weird. <laughs> I had other songs on my list. Such as? It's your turn now. It's my turn now, huh? Oh, we do one at a time. Yes. I love yeah, it. Yeah, and I'm going to count the training men because now it was on, your list. Was on my list. So yeah. that counts as mine. So now it's up to him. So now, my choice of a song, it's a Sylvester song. Well, of course it is. But it's a remake of a Sylvester song. Oh. Let's see if you know it. Oh. We should have been singing uh, with them at that point. But that was Jimmy Somerville singing Oh, that, that was great. Oh, love Jimmy that Somerville is on my list uh, also. Really? It is. Well, when we get around to you, you're going to have to tell us what song it is. And guess what? Ernie we are. But now it's back to Ernie. No, he does. No, it's you. No, it's back to you. It's you. Because he had the same song as you, so. Oh, so it's back to me. Okay. Yes. All right, you know what? I love these guys. I love these guys. They were gay. They were hot. The leather guy just turned me on so much. But the cowboy, the construction worker, the when they people. sang, it's the village people. It's a village people song. There is no way you cannot have them play a song at any gay pride. If they, if there's a gay pride, this song is coming on. Maybe not number one, but it's coming on. Now, I could go through a couple of them. Like YNCA is classic. Yep. But you know, Macho Man did it for me. That was just turn me on, and I wanted to be the Macho Man at the YMCA, so I want to clo clone those two songs together. Okay. And Macho Man. Man, I want to be 
a macho man, macho, macho man. I want to be young, gorgeous, and rich. I want to be that. I have to tell you, when I was in high school, there was a TV show called Dance Fever, and it would Ooh. feature Danny groups Tintero. from various high schools that would have students from the schools it was Danny appear Sotero. on the show. Yes, it was. Yeah. And I was on the show. With my friend Mary O'Day, he had we the, got on Mary O'Day, and we were dancing with everyone else, and the village people appeared on the show. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! And we were just like, "Oh my god, who are these guys?" Oh my god, you didn't know? Oh man, if it only happened five years later, yeah, right. Well, you know, um, the Leatherman came into Blanche. Yes, yes, I do know. He that. came into Blanche one. Randy, one, sorry, I forget what his first last name is. No, Randy is uh, cowboy. I thought oh, okay. Gary, um, he was Garrett. Gar- well, he came into Blanche, and I had just seen the movie, uh, which got panned. I thought it was the greatest movie that I've ever seen in my entire life. I loved it. I loved the whole. That's can't crazy. can't stop the music. Oh my god, that's such a bad movie. I loved every oh fucking god. minute of this movie. I am telling you, it's it about horrible. the village people. It was horrible, and I loved every fucking minute. Steve Gutenberg, Valerie oh, oh, Steve. Oh. oh, it's awful. And, oh, and Candace, Candace, um, the the. Bruce, isn't Bruce Jenner in that Candace too? Jenner. Sydney, oh, yeah, not Caitlyn Candace Jenner. Jenner. Yeah, Caitlyn Jenner. Mm. So they tried to get people from all different realms, and they found him, and they said, Leather Guy, come sing. And he gets on the piano, and guess what he sings? What would the Leather Guy sing? Danny Boy. Danny Boy? Danny Boy? I That's... was going to say Summertime. Yeah, he sings Danny Boy. Okay. So he came in the bar, and I said to him, I go, Duke, whatever his name is, Gary? Car- oh, my God. I'm like, would you sing uh, Danny Boy? You know, I just saw the movie the other day. For, again, I said again, like pretending I had seen it a bunch of times. And I go, I'd love you to sing that. So he gets up, he goes, the, I, he goes I just want everybody to know, the only reason I'm singing this is because Ernie asked me to. And so I'm going to sing this for him. And he sang it, and it was beautiful. The guy has, The guy has a voice. I was in love with him. Okay. Tommy, what's your number two song? I'm going to say, uh, uh, tell me why. Oh, the Bronski beat. The Bronski oh, yeah. Beat. Ooh, good choice. Okay, good choice. Yeah. Oh, who didn't want to say, yeah, with this song? Oh, yeah. This, uh, perfect choice. This song almost ended up on my list. Almost ah. ended up on my list. But then I went with You Make Me Feel Mighty Real Okay, instead. cool. But that's a great choice. Love that song. Yeah. Oh, my God. Has right? to be there. Yeah. Luckily, the playlist can go all night long and include all the songs. Yeah, but I can't, so hurry up, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> He's so old now. <laughs> It's it's four hundred o'clock. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! And yeah. I'm in Farmingdale. Do you have to go to work tomorrow? Yes, I have. Sc- I have class at nine thirty a.m. Oh, oh my god! So do, do I know? in September. Anyway, my next song is from a Broadway show. Okay. But it's been redone. Um, I am oh my god! I, I have it. You have it on your list. But, yeah, but by something different. This is Hannah Jones. Okay. Give me the Oh, I never heard this. Oh, beautiful voice, right? Oh. 
right? The 80s. Yeah. Love it. choice, right? Excellent choice. And since you picked it, I also picked it. <laughs> but well, a different version of it? By, by the original. Oh, I have the original. George Hearn. Yes, I do. Yeah, right here. Hearn. George, yeah. I don't want praise. I don't want pity. He sings it with... And he's in drag singing it, or she's putting on drag. He's, no, he's in drag. That, that, taking it off, that doesn't... That... He does not take it off. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody takes it off. Yeah. yeah. All right, so, moving on. Wait, moving on. Uh, that was it? I thought you want to hear the end. Dude. Okay. All right. I'm done. Okay. okay. All right. We got three more each, and then whatever fucking other surprises he's got coming. Okay. Tommy. Yeah. What's your number three song? Born this way. Born this way, Lady Gaga. Love it. Okay. Probably the most current song you're gonna hear. Maybe. Yeah, definitely. But certainly on a pride list. Oh, without a doubt. My mama told me when I was young, we're all superstars. Good choice. Good guys. choice. Good choice. My number three song. Oh, this is a great song. It's actually a remake of a Village People song. Oh, wait, wait. I picked this. You did This too? is Pet Shop Boys. Yes, it is. Oh, go west. Yeah. That's on my list. <laughs> <laughs> I love their version better. Oh, yeah. Their version, there's nothing oh, like their I, version. Oh, they're, no. They're their version over. kicks ass. Yeah, it puts the uh, the original version it's in It's a shame. My God, on my list. Damn. <laughs> I remember first Ex. dancing to the song in the Ice Palace. Really? When the song came out, yeah. And such it, it was such a big gay anthem. Uh, really probably was. that's when I danced to it. And I got and I got the Village People album because of it. Because someone said, Yeah, Village People. And I'm like, I don't remember this is it. And it was years later that I was boom, it came on the radio. I'm like, that's it. And the guy at the end goes, and that's not by the village, that's by the pet shop boys. I'm like, yeah. that's why I could never find it. Ah, <laughs> oh, love that version. <laughs> All right, so I'm skipped. All right, so you're skipped. Where so what's your number four, Tommy? My number four, uh, Strong Enough. Strong Enough? Wow, a share song. Oh, okay, I don't have a share song. For I feel bad I don't. Summer Pride List. What's that? It's just what pride sounds like. That's what it should sound like, mm. right? So, yeah, that's on my list. Ernie, what is your fifth and final song? You know what? It was a mistake. I uh, I didn't pick a gay song. Well, what did you I pick? just picked a song I loved. Then that's okay. That's okay. Yeah, that's but strong enough. It's, no, it's, your, no. it's your pride strong song. Strong enough is about a breakup. Strong enough is... It's a, it's strong enough. It's about gay pride. All of yours, and it, but my last one. Wait a minute, is that it? Six? Oh, so I can choose which one I want. <laughs> All right, I got it. What is it? Fuck you, Abba, Dancing Queen. Ah! 
<laughs> Has to have ABBA, cause I love fucking ABBA. <laughs> This is when I would leave the dance floor and go get a drink. Yeah, yeah right? Wait, wait, bring it up. Go to the next verse. Go to the better verse. Yeah, not as good as I remember. But whatever. See, if, well, I, if I was going to pick an ABBA song... I would No, I would have picked Waterloo. Oh, yes. Play Waterloo. Any ABBA song. <laughs> pick an ABBA song for gay pride. Waterloo. Got it. I'm in. Yeah. I knew it was an Abbasaw. I just didn't know which one. That's the or better. Put Voulez-vous. No, not now. We don't okay. have time. Voulez-vous is the right one. Voulez-vous. <laughs> it's French. It's gay. It, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Tommy, what is your fifth song choice? Well, I'm a little torn here because there's. I love the Janet Jackson song. I'm going to go with Janet Jackson song. Which song? It's called uh, Together Again. And it has nothing to do with being gay or the summer. Oh, Lady Gaga. It's uh, the gay beat anyway. Yeah. Oh, beautiful. That was in. I think we're all picking very well. Yeah. And now I think, finally, I the last it. song of the night is Patrick. Yes, it is. <laughs> and I put the song by a gay band that takes its title from ballroom culture. Queen. Nope. It's called Let's Have a Kiki by the Scissor Sisters. Queen wasn't a gay band. Yeah. Only Freddie Mercury was gay. And nobody Doesn't, was supposed to know. He's the lead know. singer. <laughs> hey, I'm calling you back. Ooh, she's been a bitch tonight. <laughs> and by bitch, I mean this rain. No cab, nowhere. So I had to put on the wigs and the heels and the lashes and the ear and take the train to the club. And you know the MTA should stand for motherfuckers touching my ass. Motherfuckers touching my ass. I need this on my playlist 
<laughs> That's pretty Let's good. Let's have a kiki. Uh, yeah, you can't get much gayer than that. What's it called? Let's have a kiki. Let's have a kiki. Oh my god, I love it. Damn, my my, my other option between Janet was Sweet Pussy Pauline. I don't think I have that. <laughs> when so you started ugly. playing that. It's a kiki. Let's have a kiki. I, it hurt. It sounded like Sweet Pussy Pauline. Oh, I know what song you're talking about, Tommy. I know this song. Uh, this is the acapella version. No, it's just, uh-huh. it's, fellas. Yes. I want to know if I can talk to you for just, just a minute. minute. Just a minute. Now, there's a certain kind of fella that I want to talk to this evening. I want to talk to all these little, little dick, dick ass mother- motherfuckers mother- running around here who think they, they got, got a big dick. dick. Yeah. Now, I pretend. if you think you time. got a big dick and you can tear a piece of pussy up, then let me hear you. Uh-huh. Ah, just as not one motherfucking word. Yep. Well, my name is Sweet, Sweet Pussy, pussy Pauline, and I got a story that I want to share with you this evening. This yes. wins the Is night. it okay? That wins the every gay person is loving it. <laughs> that you have to go and listen oh to the whole Oh my god, play that. that in any gay party. And every gay go. person's like, what the fuck? And how did you find it? What did you do? You put sweet, I went to YouTube and just typed in sweet pussy Pauline. Sweet pussy Pauline. Yeah, she tells list. a story. I know you ain't gonna put all that in me. Is a, one of the lines. Oh from my god! The story. That's gonna be one of the songs when I ride into work I put on my bicycle. One foot on the dresser. That song's gonna come on, and I'm gonna have to run out into the hall. And anyway, go, oh, turn that off. That concludes. Wait, 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 wait. The segment of five I had one extra phase. song. I had one extra. No, we don't have any time. We've been here for almost, it's almost midnight. I'll melt with you. Good song, go. Yeah, that's not a gay song. Put it on. Oh, good word. Um, well, yes, it's we, time for two to one. We were the grumpy old gaming gripe of the week. <sighs> Go. What's your gripe this week, Ernie? Make it short, bitch. I don't have a gripe, really. You're I a mean- liar. Okay. How, how, how work go on your house this week? Okay, fucking workers that can't get the job right the first fucking time or the second fucking time. Is there always a fucking mistake every time they do something? They can't put the stairs to the door. They put it to the fucking wall. What the fuck? They get they get the holes wrong. You got holes in things. They, they put this too high, that too low. It's fucking, my God. Can you just figure it out the first time and get it fucking right? Measure Unless twice. I'm on your ass. I have to sit there with them to watch what they do. If I fucking go in the house and watch them take a snack, have a drink, boom, they fuck something up. Why the fuck can't they get it right the first time? I don't want to watch them every second. And my friend Kevin, he bought a house. He was redoing his house. He lived with me for four months. And every day they spent every day there watching what the workers did. And I thought they were crazy. They were fucking right. If you don't watch their ass every moment, they'll do it wrong. The door, my door. He has to retake my door out because he put it in. He goes, oh, it's a little snug. It's a little tight, but we'll move the knob. Move the knob. It's a brand new fucking door. Why isn't it just shutting right? So, yeah, um, that's my gripe, man. Can you just get it right on the first time? Because you're giving me a fucking heart attack. Knock on wood. Let's not have that ever happen again. But just fuck. Get it right the first time. Or you know what? Get it right the second time. And don't put holes in the door. Okay. Thank you, Ernie. That was quite something. Yes. I think to be seen in <laughs> acting classes for decades. That was just a gripe. That was a rant. As a yeah. monologue. Oh my ready. god, you don't know how good I feel getting that off my fucking chest. Yes, that's what makes it all. Oh, yeah. This is cathartic. Thank you for that. Yeah. Whew, I feel like I breathe better now. Can I do mine? You can do your great now. It's late and I want to go home. All right. <laughs> oh, is this, the, this is the last one? Yeah. It's yes. late? It's, 
What's your gripe? It's late and I want to go home. That's his gripe. That's my fucking gripe. <laughs> Then it's why do you, late. Well, you talk and I want to go as, home. Well, you talk as much as anyone else. Yup. <laughs> really? You don't go on and on and on. Patrick, what's your gripe? <laughs> I'm just saying. My gripe is a petty one. <laughs> Some of the people in the neighborhood have like these bushes and tall bushes on their property that border the sidewalk. Yeah. And they have let them overgrow onto the sidewalk. And this is not something that just happened recently. They have been this way since last year that these bushes have been like this. It's not just one person's house. It's a number of people's houses. Yeah, I'm I'm guilty. You're guilty of that? Shame on you. My trees have grown so low when you walk on my curb, the trees by the curb, you hit into them. I mean, I'm not one of those dicks who's going to say, I'm going to call the village and report you for violating the code my for blocking the sidewalk. I've had neighbors cut branches off my trees because they've hung too low and they couldn't wait for me. Even I, I do that. I cut branches yeah. off my trees. And, and I'm, I'm like, cool. It's Lento. late and I want to go home. <laughs> Which now brings That's us... That's exactly what I wanted to hear. Thank you very much. We can go home now. Which now brings us to the conclusion of this week's episode. Our final episode before our summer break. Ah. But... We will return. No. What? What are you going to do during the break? Well, during the break, I'll be appearing in the Tempest. No. No. Yes, he will. No. Yes. No, he will. No. Yes. The, the, the podcast. About? Is the <clears throat> podcast going to replay old episodes? Yes, I'll be reposting old episodes every yes, you week. Will. And how will you decide what and episode? Again, I will not be deciding. Fast forward the beginning right. and go to the part where they're drunk. But yes, we'll be posting okay. previous episodes as well as continuing our daily posts on Facebook and Twitter. Okay. Hopefully doing some video posts as well. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, and you ain't getting me on video, that's for damn sure. <laughs> yes, we'll talk about that over Keep the summer. going. Well, I would like to say thank you, Tommy and Patrick. Shut the fuck up, for in- No, he's still. He's so, still thank you guys you for inviting ahead. me. I had a wonderful time, as I do all the time with you guys here. Take you and, and your four uh, pound dog, pound, <laughs> and get the fuck out. Good night. And on that note, we'll say. Have a good night. Have a good week. <laughs> and I love Tommy. Have a good life. But and we'll see you in September. <laughs> Bye, bitches. Yay! Lala, for my sake, you must stay. If you should go away, you spoil this party. I am through I'll stay a week or two. I'll stay the summer through. But I am telling you, I must be away.